Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Live by Design podcast. I have been hearing from so many of the women in our community about this feeling of overwhelm that you are experiencing, or should I say we are experiencing because it is something that so many of us experience throughout our days and throughout our weeks. And I feel like especially at this time of year, so we're heading into the holiday season or now we're in the holiday season, um, it seems like our schedules get busier. There's more to do. There might be deadlines at work or things that we're helping our families or our children with. And it feels like there isn't enough time to do it all. It's so interesting to me because I've been working with a lot of one-on-one clients right now with women in the LBD collective. We actually studied overwhelm this month um, for our growth night for our, like our masterclass evening together. Um, and as women join our free Facebook group over at misskatehouse.com slash community, I ask a question at, of everyone who enters and it's optional to answer, but almost everybody does. And the question is, is there anything that feels emotionally or mentally or physically heavy right now? And the number of women who responded with that feeling of overwhelm was it 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 was so noticeable. Um, it was so interesting to me that so many women from all over the world who are joining this Facebook group, especially as we were going into the Empowered Self Summit, that's where our community was meeting, and we had tons of women joining all at the same time, and this this through line, this commonality of overwhelm was something that I just saw over and over again. And so that's really what inspired us to dive into this topic of overwhelm this month in the LBD Collective over here on the podcast. You'll see it in our emails. We're really taking a deep dive into it so that we can create some awareness around what is overwhelm. We we can get to know what our, our little like red flags are or the canary in the coal mine. Um, how does overwhelm look and feel like for you so you can notice when it's happening? And then we're going to talk about both proactive and reactive approaches to managing those feelings of overwhelm. So this is going to be a four-part series this month. I am so excited to be bringing it to your earbuds. And today, we're just going to start with identifying what is overwhelm, what causes it, how does it manifest in our bodies and in our minds and our hearts, um, and what are some things that we can do proactively to mitigate those feelings of overwhelm. And then in the coming weeks, we're going to do a calendar audit. Uh, We're going to practice some grounding exercises. We're going to talk about what to do when you have overwhelm in the moment. Um, So we have a really wonderful series lined up for you, but I'm really excited today to just start with some foundations and things that we can do on a regular daily basis to build emotional resilience, which helps us in those seasons of overwhelm. So without further ado, let's do this. Hey friend, and welcome to the Live by Design podcast, where we choose to live by design and not by default. I'm your host, Kate House. Each week on the show, I'm going to teach you how to be the architect of your extraordinary life through exploring my signature method, the Live by Design blueprint. Together, let's explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. I'm here to be the voice of a friend and to support as many of us high-achieving, goal-oriented women as possible on our intentional living journey as we ditch the overwhelm, get unstuck, and take purpose-aligned action. As a certified behavior change specialist, health coach, yoga instructor, and top 2% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to support you in transitioning from trying to learn all the things all at once to leaning into focused, action-oriented personal growth that supports weekly 
if not daily, progress toward your goals in small, sustainable ways. There's nothing I love more than being the empowerment coach who believes in you and knows that you're worthy of pursuing big, audacious goals. And I'll always be here as an unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. If you're ready to dive in and live by design, let's get connected. A great place to start is with my complimentary self-care audit. Through this guided exercise and journal prompts, you'll gain clarity on your desires and the habits you can layer into your day to bring them to fruition. When you're ready, you can get started at misskatehouse.com slash audit. So what do you say, friend? Let's live by design and not default together. All right, friend, let's dive into this episode all about overwhelm. So I actually just taught on overwhelm in the LBD Collective, which by the way, if you are looking for an incredible crew of women who lean into personal growth learning without the overwhelm, (laughs) because so often we learn and learn and learn, and we don't leave the time to to reflect and then to implement in our own lives, um, the LBD Collective is open and we would love for you to pull up a seat to our table. Uh, We choose to learn in a really focused way. We choose to take the time to reflect and ask ourselves, what does this mean for me in my own personal life in the season of life that I'm in? And then we take the time to actually implement what we've learned in our day-to-day lives. So we did this as a deep dive in the LBD Collective, and I'm excited to be breaking it out into this podcast series for you here as well. So when I teach in the Live by Design Collective, we're really working off of the Live by Design Blueprint because you are the architect of your extraordinary life. And there are four pillars to the Live by Design Blueprint. We have our personal foundations, things like our core values, our personal sense of purpose, our long-term intentions, and our goal setting. Our second pillar are our core practices. So monthly intention setting, daily habits, short-term goal setting, and our execution of those goals. Um, And I always like to say that you get bonus points if you're in community with others who are doing the same um, and to give yourself a little added accountability for these core practices. Our third pillar is holistic health. So if you attended the Empowered Self Summit, you are very familiar with our holistic health pillar of nurturing your mind, energizing your body, and awakening your soul. And it's not too late, friend. I've set the summit to evergreen, which means it is available for you to listen to anytime. So just go to misskatehouse.com slash empowered self summit. If you haven't tuned in yet, that's waiting for you there for free. Um, And finally, our fourth pillar is our long-term vision. So aligned living and goal manifestation. Specifically today, we're going to be talking about our third pillar of the holistic health. So the mind, the body, and the soul. And I like to think of this topic of stress or overwhelm as falling under the mind category. So anytime we are learning in the collective or here on the podcast, I always like to ask you to define things for yourself. So last night in our growth night session, I asked our community, how would you define overwhelm or how does it feel in your mind or your body? And so many of our members responded with, it's a racing mind. It's um, an accelerated heart rate. It's tension in my shoulders. Um, One person shared that it felt like this invisible weight pressing down on her shoulders. And so, you know, take a few moments to think about for yourself, what does overwhelm feel like when it manifests for you, because like all things in life, um, it is unique for you. 
and the person that you are and the season of life that you're in. So um, does tension creep into your neck and shoulders? That's how it feels for me, right? Um, I get this knot under my right shoulder blade when I am stressed and overwhelmed. <laughs> and that's like my little, my way of knowing like, oh, okay, I'm pushing too hard. I need to slow down. I need to take something off my plate, right? So um, for me as well, like mind swirl, like my mind just feels like it's going a million miles an hour. Um, that's what it feels like for me to be an overwhelmed. So think about it. How would you define overwhelmed? overwhelm for yourself and how does it feel in your mind or your body? Now, we always like to have a working definition and I found one over at betterhelp.com that I really liked. It says overwhelm can present in many different ways. Many may find that it's the feeling of having too much to do and not enough mental energy to do it. Now, here's the thing, friend, when we are in this feeling of overwhelm, oftentimes it can feel very isolating, right? It can feel like it's us against the world. It can feel like we're on a little island, but there was a study done back in 2020 of 3,000 U.S. residents, um, and it was it was conducted by the American Psychological Association. And from that study, they found that 60% of participants reported feeling overwhelmed, um, and that comes from an article over at psychcentral.com. So I say that to just to let you know, friend, that this feeling of overwhelm. Um, it is something that so many of us experience and that you are not alone um, and that there are communities and support out there. And the first step is just doing this kind of learning, doing this kind of awareness building, and then creating the action plans, which is what we're going to do in the later episodes in this series on Overwhelm this month over here on the Live by Design podcast. So all that to say, you are not alone in your feelings of overwhelm. We even had a member last night during our growth night in the LBD Collective say um, she had read something recently that was like, if you're not feeling you know, stressed or overwhelmed, um, you're not human. <laughs> you know, so many of us, there's so much information information coming at us, so many things going on in the world um, that can lead to those feelings of overwhelm. So just know that you are not alone. Now, when we think about overwhelm, there are a number of common causes. So there might be some that are very specific to you that aren't on this list, but here are some of the common ones. Work responsibilities, relationship stressors, traumatic experiences, financial worries, political issues and world events and health concerns. So those are some of the top causes of um, of overwhelm. And I loved this, um, this reminder from an article over at psychcentral.com. They said, each person has different stress thresholds and no one handles stress the same way. What overwhelms one person may not bother the next. So it's just a reminder, friend, you know, sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves. We can hold ourselves to such a high standard um, and we forget that every person is individual. So something that might feel stressful for you might not feel overwhelming or stressful for, you know, your best friend, your sister, your neighbor, whomever, that person you follow online, right? We never know the full story for somebody. And this is an opportunity for us to show ourselves some kindness, to show ourselves some grace, um, to not judge ourselves harshly, and to just know that this experience is unique for each of us. Um, and then when it comes to these symptoms of overwhelm, um, overwhelm doesn't just happen in our head. So sure, cognitive fatigue is a symptom of overwhelm. Um, withdrawal or distraction is another symptom of overwhelm. If you find yourself withdrawing from people or things, um, distracting yourself, maybe scrolling on your phone. Um, another symptom is mood changes. Um, that was one that really spoke to one of our community members. And she realized like, yeah, that that happens for me when I'm in this season of or this feeling of overwhelm. And what a great insight to gain about yourself, right? Because we're creating that awareness piece. 
but overwhelm can manifest for us um, physically as well. So rapid heartbeat, fatigue, headaches, um, even an upset stomach um, can all be signs of this overwhelm, but we are just, we are learning about these symptoms so that when we start to experience them in our bodies, we might know like what our body is trying to tell us. And then again, from this Psych Central article, they told us, try not to judge yourself for what you're feeling. This non-judgmental acceptance might help reduce any feelings of shame or guilt associated with your stress. But there are certain coping strategies that everyone can try to reduce the amount of overwhelm experienced on a daily basis and in each stressful moment. So today we're really going to talk about this daily basis piece. Um, and in another episode in the series, we're going to talk about what to do in a specific stressful moment, because I like to think of, of overwhelm and our approaches to it as being both proactive and reactive. So neither is better or worse than the other. Sometimes we think of proactive as good and reactive as bad. In this situation, they are both neutral, <laughs> uh, but proactive are the things that we can do on a daily basis to mitigate those levels of stress, to mitigate those levels of overwhelm. Um, and reactive is what we do when we find ourselves in a moment, because sometimes overwhelm is sneaky and it sneaks up on us and we're like, oh God. <laughs> I feel overwhelmed. Um, so today we're going to talk about those proactive pieces in a future episode. We're going to talk about what you can do reactively. So when we talk about a proactive approach to overwhelm, what we're really talking about is emotional resilience. So emotional resilience is this ability to bounce back from adversity or stress or emotional at upheaval. It doesn't mean that those things are never going to happen. Um, definitely not. Instead, what it means is that it makes you better equipped and better able to manage these feelings. So as life becomes challenging, um, you build this resilience proactively so that you're well-equipped for those seasons that are challenging. So there are four different ways that we can be proactive when it comes to our overwhelm. Um, the first is with grounding exercises. So practicing mindfulness, this could look like journaling. This could look like meditating, um, anything that allows you to be in the present moment and observing your feelings and here's the key part without judgment. Um, and we actually talked about during our collective growth night, this grounding exercise called the five, four, three, two, one method. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode on this because I found it to be just so um, doable and actionable and it's free um, and really impactful. But basically it's this method of identifying five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste. And the idea is that in going through that five, four, three, two, one practice of um, seeing, touching, hearing, smelling, and tasting, it's pulling you back into that present moment. So that's our first proactive piece is grounding exercises. The second is protecting your energy. We've talked about this on the podcast so many times when we talk about it in in the LBD collective constantly, this idea of protecting your energy. So making things like a full body, yes, or a full body, no, right? If it's not a heck yes, it's a heck no, a kind heck no. Um, so my challenge to you would be to look at your calendar and ask yourself, is there time in there for yourself? Um, are there energy vampires or energy sucking activities on there that maybe you can remove or um, make a, a smaller amount of time on your calendar? Um, we're going to do a whole episode in this series as well about looking at our calendars and asking ourselves, what can we do? What can we delete? What can we delegate? And what can we delay? And those are ways that we can also create a little bit more space for ourselves. 
The third thing that we can do proactively is to seek support to get in community with others. Um, Community is so good for our emotional health, our mental health, even our physical health. So whether that's joining the LBD collective and choosing to be in a community of women who are really loving and nurturing themselves um, very proactively, very purposefully, Um, maybe that's talking to a therapist, maybe that's talking to your doctor, maybe that's talking to your best friend. Support can look like any number of things. Maybe it's listening to this episode and and hearing the voice of a friend in your earbud, right? There are so many ways to seek support, but getting in community. Um, and finally, a proactive approach to overwhelm is our self-care practices. Um, this is probably not a surprise to any of us, but there are so many incredible benefits to practicing self-care, whether that's slowing down and taking time to enjoy a hobby, whether it's um, doing something that just brings you joy, right? Like there's a new book coming out Actually, today, as I record this, the new Iron Flame book comes out. It's the sequel to Fourth Wing. And I am so excited for this book to arrive. I'm like tracking my Amazon uh, package as we speak. Um, And I'm going to read that book tonight. And I am so excited. It's going to bring me so much joy. And for me, that's like a fun self-care practice that helps mitigate that feeling of overwhelm. I'm just doing something I enjoy that keeps me in the moment and present. Um, Oftentimes, physical activity can count as the self-care practice. And we know that physical activity is so good for our mental health and our emotional health. Um, It releases chemicals in our brains that help us feel good. It helps us improve our sleep. Um, And sometimes we just need to get a little bit of that movement in to really... um, to get out of our heads and back into our bodies. So friend, I would love to just challenge you today as you're listening to this to think about these four proactive approaches to overwhelm. So grounding exercises, protecting your energy, seeking support and self-care practices and committing to one that you're going to do on a daily basis for yourself. One thing that you can do in just five to 10 minutes a day that helps you feel a little bit more grounded, a little more peaceful, a little bit more in control. Maybe that's, um, maybe it's a journaling brain dump. Maybe it's listening to a favorite song and dancing it out. Maybe it's a five minute meditation. Maybe it's a a five minute walk down the road and a five minute walk back for a 10 minute brisk walk, right? You get to decide what it is, but what is something that you feel better after doing that helps you feel a little bit more in control of your day, that helps you feel a little less overwhelmed, um, that you can layer in proactively to really start building that idea of emotional resilience. And my other challenge to you is just to think about how do you define overwhelm for yourself personally? How does it feel in your body and in your head or in your heart? Um, So you can know what some of those warning signs might be when the overwhelm is starting to to creep in. Um, So we're going to layer in these proactive approaches, but then we also want to have that awareness around what does it feel like for you? So that way, if, or when it does happen, because life will continue to be um, this journey of, of having moments that are Uh, challenging. And when these challenging moments come, it's good to know what this feels like in our bodies. So we know when we're like, oh, yep, (laughs) I feel that overwhelm creeping in. Maybe I need to really double down on some of these practices so that I can stay and feel more balanced or more grounded or more neutral or whatever that that feeling is that you desire for yourself, friend. So I hope that you are leaving this episode feeling a little bit more encouraged, a little bit more educated, um, and ready to layer in some of these proactive self-care practices. So let me know what you layer into your day. Um, Follow me over on Instagram at Miss Kate House and just drop a note on one of the recent posts and let me know 
know what self-care practice you are implementing today. All right, sweet friend, that is everything I have for you today. Um, And if those self-care practices really resonate with you, again, hop over into the Empowered Self Summit. It's a free podcast feed that you can listen to. There's over 20 episodes waiting in there, and they are all focused on doable self-care practices that support you feeling, uh, feeling strong and energized and focused as you end the year and specifically without those feelings of overwhelm. So just misskatehouse.com slash empowered self summit if you want to tune in for free. All right, sweet friends, have a fabulous rest of your day. That brings us to the end of another live by design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. And speaking of ditching the overwhelm, getting unstuck, and taking action, I would love to get connected with you, friend. It's really me on the other end recording these podcast episodes, answering emails, and recording video responses, and I am dying to get to know you better. You can shoot me an email anytime over at kate at misskatehouse.com or send me a DM or a voice memo over on Instagram at misskatehouse. I'd love to know your favorite takeaways from this episode, the action item you're committed to, or how you're leaning into living by design and not by default in your current season of life. And friend, if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. And if you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so crazy grateful if you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone finding the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leaving a five-star rating for the show. If you're willing to even write a one to two sentence review, all the better. Each new review that's left brings me serious joy like I do an actual happy dance each time I see a new review pop up, and it helps us grow our community of growth-oriented women. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, friend, spread some joy make someone smile.